Welcome to another episode of Blood, Guts, and Coffee. Um, my wife and I are on our way to go see the new Halloween movie. And I've been waiting, I don't know, months, ever since the trailer came out. I've been really excited, so, uh, yeah. Are you excited? Sure. That's my wife, Holly. Hi. Um, alright, yeah, so, uh, this is episode five, and... Cue music. Hi there, and welcome to another episode of Blood, Guts, and Coffee. Um, that was uh, Halloween by The Misfits, which I thought was a very appropriate song because I wanted to talk about the new Halloween movie, which, as I said in the intro, uh, my wife and I were on our way to see. And uh, I don't know how that intro, like if it sounded kind of forced or whatever. I was a <laughs> little bit stoned when I was recording that. Um, because you know what, fuck it, pot's legal now in Canada, so I said, illegal. it's legal now, not that that's changed anything, I, you know, still smoke pot the way I've always smoked pot, but, uh, anyways, yeah, uh, so, I mean, I guess to start off, I fucking thought that movie was great, you know, it, it was, it was exactly what I was hoping for. There was a lot of, like, I thought the atmosphere was really good. I, I watched a review of it after I saw the movie um, uh, from someone I usually watch reviews, of, like, for movies on YouTube, uh, Chris Stuckman. And uh, I think his reviews are really good. I don't always agree with them, but I think they're really good anyways. And uh, But I, I disagree with what he was saying about uh, this movie, is that, like uh, he said that it didn't, it lacked atmosphere and I think he's just a little bit too hard on it or I don't know, expecting it to be more than it was. Um, 
I I just I want it. See, I love the original Halloween because it's so simple. It's it's not a big movie. It's just a, a simple premise, and that's what I liked about this movie. It wasn't a big movie. It was it was just something very enjoyable, especially if you're a fan of the movies. It, I mean, you know, it goes without saying that it's easily the best sequel uh, to the original because they've you know rebooted it this the second time they've tried you know tried to reboot it and as i've said before you know the first halloween movie i or first horror movie i ever saw was halloween h2o which is hard to believe that that was like 20 years ago and uh and uh actually yeah there was a, a review another re- review i watched uh of a guy who I, I like his reviews too uh jeremy johns or i think i think it's pronounced johns spelled j-a-h-n-s but uh, and he said the same thing, which is exactly what I was thinking: was that it's so weird that it's been twenty years since Halloween H two O came out, and that was twenty years after the original movie came out, and it just it it's weird to think about. But anyways, so uh, uh, where was I? What was I? yeah? I I I like this movie because it had a simple premise too. It wasn't overly complicated. It. I, I was afraid they were going to try and introduce something like different into it. And I'm glad they didn't. It was just a continuation 40 years later of this same guy, you know, Michael Myers escape, escaping Smith Grove again and uh, coming after Laurie. And, it, you know, it was almost like, like Batman and the Joker. Like it was like, you know, two, two people that are just destined to be enemies. Um, and yeah, I, I I just I really enjoyed it. I the the soundtrack in it was incredible too. Like not just the normal like the original Halloween theme, which you know they kind of beefed up here and there, but um, the they added more stuff to it. Like gave it a very '80s horror movie feel, which I always love. I love when like more recent years since like Stranger Things came out, they've been doing that. They've been uh, giving movies these this 80s sounding uh like score to it which is just i think it's great and I, I i find it very enjoyable because those are my favorite movies like my favorite horror movies from in the 80s when uh you know you had that soundtrack i don't know um but yeah so uh this movie was directed by david gordon green and written by david gordon green and danny mcbride which i found that out like like I don't know a year ago that I saw like an interview. He said he was working on the new Halloween movie. I'm like, oh, that's cool. And I I think it's really cool that he you know was writing it and didn't he wasn't in the movie because a lot of times people do that they'll give themselves like a you know if they're a famous actor but they're helping write something or create something or produce something or direct something that they you know stick themselves in the movie even as a minor character and I mean to my knowledge he didn't do that I don't remember seeing him at all in the movie and that's good um not that i don't like danny mcbride but i just like i said kind of annoys me when people do that but uh yeah and so um you know starring the movie is obviously jamie lee curtis uh judy greer who i'm always a big fan of but i don't know why i just enjoy her in movies and and uh she was you know in like certain tv shows she's in and uh uh, she's in the show Archer. She does the voice of Carol or Cheryl or whatever the fuck her name is. Um, and you know, she's always like one of the best characters. Um, 
but uh also had uh will Patton, who i i always enjoy like every movie that he's in i don't know he's just he's just a good actor and he's never been like a big actor but um he played the uh the sheriff in this movie and uh i just thought that was a good choice i i would have liked to no i'm not i'm not gonna give away stuff about the movie i'm not you know in case you haven't seen it yet and uh but yeah, I don't know. I really enjoyed it. My wife really enjoyed it. And um, I kind of, I don't know. I've heard they're, they're talking about doing a like, sequel to this movie. And I kind of hope they don't. But I could see how they could. But, you know, that that's kind of what, you know, takes away from like, like that kind of is what took away from the uh, original Halloween movie. Is because... Uh, John Carpenter and Deborah Hill, when they created Halloween, they literally had no plans for a sequel at all. Like they weren't even considering doing a sequel, even though, you know, you, when you watch the original movie, it seems like there could be a sequel. Like, because, you know, when uh, Dr. Loomis shoots Michael Myers and he falls off the balcony and then when he goes and looks and the body's or Michael Myers is gone, his body, him. It, um, and, and that, that seems, you know, like, oh, okay, they're going to make a second one, which they eventually did a few years later, but, but apparently, yeah, apparently they had no plans like that. That was just their scary ending. And if you like, I've, I think I've said this before, if you watch Halloween 1978, if you watch it with it in mind that he like what, if you watch it, pretend that there's never been a sequel to that movie, it makes that the ending to that movie so much more terrifying like they and you can hear his breathing and it's just showing like camera shots of like you know different places that the movie like different places in the set like um uh what am i trying to say here um it shows you know like all the rooms of the house that you were previously previously in in the movie and and you can hear him breathing and and John Carver said, so that's supposed to like make you feel like he's, he's everywhere. Like that, the idea of him, like he, he's everywhere. You, you know, you, you don't know where he is, but he's, he's everywhere. He, he could be potentially anywhere. And, uh, yeah. And I thought that was, you know, terrifying when I watched that movie with that mindset. And it makes me like, like Halloween two. You know, I liked the movie, but actually, that that guy who I was talking about, Chris Stuckman, he said he liked Halloween two better than the new movie, which I thought was kind of, I don't know, I don't, I don't think so. I thought this movie was way better, actually. Um, like I like Halloween two, and I I like the, you know how it takes place in that hospital, and you know you never know where he is and stuff like that. But you know, there's parts of Halloween two that are kind of silly too, like. That and the fact, like John Carpenter wrote Halloween two, like he said, he it was really hard for him to write it. So the only way he could do that every night was drink a six pack of Budweiser, and and just like he tried his best kind of thing. And you know, I mean, it came out all right, but it's still, I mean, other than this movie and yeah, like other than this movie, it's you know the only good sequel to Halloween because I don't consider Halloween H two O a sequel to Halloween. It's a sequel to Halloween 1 and 2 because they reference Halloween 2 and Halloween H2O. Uh, I don't know if this makes any sense. I feel like I'm, I keep 
losing the my place and what I'm trying to say, but um, uh, yeah. Anyways, I don't know. I, I I like this movie better than Halloween two for sure. Like it, it just Halloween two made made Michael Myers seem superhuman, which is you know when I was a kid, that's just how I thought of him in all the rest of the movies is this superhuman entity kind of thing. But this movie is just a sequel to just the original one, and it and it makes him. Uh, you know, it, it makes me feel like, you know, he is just, he is a crazy person or he's, he personifies evil. That's what he's supposed to be is just evil. And he's not superhuman. He's just, he's, he's so evil that he's like kind of almost unstoppable. And, uh, yeah, that, that was, that's what this movie I thought did very well. You know, of course there, there's little things in the movie, but you know, I wasn't expecting it to change my life or anything. I was, I was just, I wanted to watch, like I wanted to have that same kind of feeling that I have from watching the original Halloween. And I got that. It's all I wanted. And, uh, yeah, I found it very enjoyable. Um, and yeah, so I guess that's all I have to say about that other than, I mean, I guess I'll, I'll say that's my recommendation uh, movie recommendation is go see Halloween 2018. It's, it's really good. Um, yeah, that's all I'll say about that. Um, uh, what else? Oh yeah. So a couple episodes ago, I started talking about American horror story and I was saying I was so far not enjoying it. Well, I'm really enjoying it now. The new, like the new season, it's gotten so good. That's so good, but it's gotten pretty good, like pretty entertaining. Um, like, cause it's, it's bringing back season. It's referencing, like, I think it's referenced more than just it referenced season five had a bit of that in it, but it's also like mainly referencing so far seasons three and season one. Uh, and yeah, it's just, it's, it's pretty cool. If you're a fan of that show, uh, the new season is really good. Or if you at least like, cause I, I've talked to some people and they've watched, you know, they watch season one and then they try, they didn't like season two, which I don't understand. I thought season two was like, could be my favorite season, but, uh, they're like, or they watched the first three seasons and then kind of lost interest. Um, but I think it's, I don't know. It's very entertaining. Um, and it's just cool because you get to see, you know, because every season is, you know, more or less the same actors, but there's playing different characters. So you get to see, like, these actors going back and playing their old characters that they were. Like, um, Sarah Paulson, she's playing, like, the psychic for, uh, person she played in the first season briefly. And then uh, she's playing um, uh, the Cordelia, the the supreme witch from the third season. And then she was playing her whatever character that I wasn't a big fan of from the current season. And um, I wonder if they're going to bring back other characters. But yeah, so far it's awesome. And uh, I wonder if they're going to continue after. Because this kind of seems like they're tying everything together. So I don't know where they could go after. Um, yeah. And also uh, a show I'm going to... I want to continue watching that. I, I started watching like, I don't know, a month ago and never continued, but I was really enjoying it was, uh, that show castle rock. 
that that show is really good. Like, if you're a fan of Stephen King and uh, and um, like, because it, it so Castle Rock, if if you haven't watched the show, is um a town that is the base for a bunch of Stephen King stories. It's where Shawshank Prison exists. Uh, it's where Cujo happened. Um, what else? I'm trying to think. I don't know. Like I, I'm, I'm not a huge Stephen King fan. I'm a, I'm a big enough fan. I, I'd spo- I suppose, but not like I, I haven't read like a million of his books or anything like that, which there is about a million books he's written. Um, but I, I get the references, you know, I've seen enough of, of the good movies, not the shitty movies, because there's a bunch of movies that like Stephen King helped make and they're all terrible. Like the Langoliers and the Tommyknockers and um, Maximum Overdrive, which Stephen King directed. And he boasts in the beginning, of, like the intro to the movie that is like, you want to see a Stephen King movie done right? Like that he, you know, is bragging that he directed it and it's going to be awesome. And it was terrible. Um, you know, I mean, stick to what you're good at. You're, you're good at writing books and you're not a filmmaker. Um, but yeah. So anyways, Castle Rock, it's, it's the town where all these or a bunch of stories take place. And, um, like, so like, you know, parts of the, parts of the show take place in Shawshank prison. Uh, they make reference to the shining, um, they make reference to Cujo and a bunch of other stuff. Like I, like I said, I started watching like a month ago and then never continued. I'm like halfway through it. So I think today I might start watching the rest of it. Um, and, uh, yeah, there's a lot of good actors and a lot of people who've been in Stephen King movies, like has Sissy Spacek who, you know, played Carrie in the original Carrie and her character, I think is my favorite character in the whole show. Um, there's, uh, Bill Skarsgård, who, you know, as you know, has been or has played uh, Pennywise in the new It movies, and uh, he plays a different character, not Pennywise, but, um, and I don't know. There's there's a bunch of other people. You'd have to go watch it. I I recommend it. I think it's a, I think it's a really good show, and uh, like it's just you know if you're in that like mood to watch Stephen King. Uh, but you don't know which movie to watch. Watch that show; it'll it'll fill that void. You know, there's a few people that have the the shining in it or the shine or whatever you want to call it. Um, they never they don't really call it that. Usually, I think it's only the shining that they call it. In, but I, like, I think it was like, like I think you there's character other characters in in his stories that also have that same power as uh, Danny Torrance and uh, you know the the chef I can't remember the chef's name in The Shining um anyways uh like I think like all the kids in It collectively have The Shine and uh you know Carrie had some version of that and things like that but um yeah god I, this is just I feel like this is falling off the rails I'm just kind of blabbering on and on um yeah so check that out um Sorry, if I, sorry if I sound like shit. I'm getting over a cold right now. It sounds, I'm slowly, slowly getting over a cold right now. <clears throat> um, yeah, and uh, I don't know what else I had to talk about. I didn't write down much. 
Um, the other night I was having a couple beers and listening to music, which is something I just enjoy doing. Listening to music really loud on headphones and, you know, because I have a, you know, one-year-old daughter who goes to bed at a early hour and my wife usually goes to bed around the same time so I uh, occasionally I'll, I'll enjoy sitting down drinking a few beers and smoking some weed and listening to music really loud on headphones kind of just like my uh, I don't know it's how I relax sometimes anyways the other night I was listening to Nine Inch Nails uh, the album Downward Spiral and uh, it's just, it's so good, it, especially if you listen to it, like, really, really loud on headphones. It's just a treat for your ears. And, uh, yeah, so, anyways, I'm just going to end the episode with, uh, you know, the song. If you've never been a fan of Nine Inch Nails, uh, the song Closer. See, I've, there's a, I have issues with trying to get, like, uh, songs from Spotify to put on this podcast because, like, you can do it through the app that I use, but they only give you like little short little bits of songs. And then I found out because I tried to do this with my first episode and it uh, it I, I found out that you can only hear the music if you're listening to the podcast on Anchor, which is the app I use to create the podcast. You can also listen to podcasts on that app. And I found out that you can, yeah, you can only hear that. So so then if you're listening to this on like CastBox or Apple podcast or spotify or something like that which is even weirder if you're listening to it on spotify um there, there will be no music so it'll just be like a big gap and then me talking about a song and i'm like oh that's bullshit so i found this like okay app for downloading music but it you know it only downloads like like say if you type in the band you can only find so many um uh songs mostly hit songs or singles or whatever you want to call them from the band so I mean, until I I need to buy my own computer, because my wife has a laptop, but it's not very good, and my daughter uses that to watch her, like, shows on it, like um, Sesame Street and Yo Gabba Gabba and things like that, so I, uh, I uh, don't really want to use that, so eventually I'm just going to buy my own, and then I can download music, and then I can put, like, you know, more obscure but good music on this podcast and then eventually when i do that i'm also gonna i know i've said this before but i'm gonna buy like you know an actual like a mixer and microphone and studio headphones and things like that and actually really you know try to make this sound a lot better because i'm still just doing this on my phone but uh yeah so anyways this is um uh the song closer by nine inch nails and if you like it you should listen to the whole album because the whole album downward spiral is incredible and a treat for your ears as i said before so uh until next time um uh, yeah have a good one. Oh yeah and i forgot to say um uh if anybody out there my six listeners uh has any thoughts or opinions on movies or recommendations or anything please email me at bloodgutsandcoffee, bloodgutsandcoffee, at outlook.com. No, no spaces. And um, I think I'm, uh, I'm going to 
work on uh, starting a like making a Facebook page. And yeah, so maybe that's what I'll do today. All right. Uh, yeah. Bye bye. You let me complicate you.